All right. Sounds good. Are we live? Uh, we are as live as we're going to get. All right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That backside attack. I think safe. Um, yeah, just like staring too much this week. Got my, my eyes are all messed up, man. Oh. I, I generally don't have issues with my eyes. They're always pretty good. Mm-hmm. My contacts can be in there for like 24 hours, which is like highly not recommended. I do not recommend oh, anybody yeah. wearing contacts that I can, long. Uh, I can only imagine. You are not a contacts guy. You're good. I don't have... Yeah, I don't. I've never worn glasses or. Uh, your vision is good. Yeah, I, I I don't even like wearing sunglasses. Anything on your eyes just bothers you. Well, I think it's just because the marks it leaves on my on the bridge of my nose, like right here. Yeah, yeah. I guess the ones I have are um, uh, I had these um, I got them years ago. Um, they are called William Painters, and the reason why I got them. <laughs> well, that sounds too damn fancy. Well, no, the reason I got them is because uh, I was buying a suit and um, I needed some sunglasses for uh, for summer. And the guy's like, um, yeah, these ones are made out of titanium. I said, oh, shit. And I'm like, for sunglasses? And I'm like, uh, he's like, yeah. And they have a little curl in the center. And that's actually, it's, as, it's actually strong. It's actually, you can, it's used as a bottle opener. Wait, hold on. So you have got glasses that are so strong, they can use the, en- the edge, the center. Yeah, like the frame, like the on the frame. side of the frame. Like, you know, like, you know how your glasses are right here? Like yeah. uh, on the, the, the part that extends to the ear? Yep. Yeah, the that, arm. That, 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 the arm, the I guess. technical term. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what shows you how much I know about glasses. It's those glasses, guys, will yeah. tell you. Yeah, and so, like, on the frame, uh, yeah, the, on the arm, yeah, there's like, it's, like, it's actually really thick, but right here, but right in here, it has a little uh, curve in there. <laughs> and you can actually just take that, and just, it's actually meant to be a bottle opener. That is, uh, that is slick. Because you don't know, you never know. Cause you, you never know. Because we're, we're having a beer in the summer and stuff like that, and you, know, you can't, it's not a twist off. It would be, it would be too fancy, I think, to be a twist off. If you're wearing William Painter glasses, you're the kind of guy who drinks, like, Stella, that you need a, a bottle opener for. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, uh, I remember I got mine, and then my cousin from California was like, oh, these are great, and he's kind of a, he's, he's quite large. And, um, <laughs> uh, he... Wait, wait. You mean like he's he's a large human, or his his he's a style, very, his tastes? Oh no, he's oh he, he's he's physically a large man. He's a, he's a specimen. Isn't yeah, he? exactly. And no shame in his game. And so he liked my. He saw my. <coughs> I, I popped a beer with, with those sunglasses. Oh yeah. And he looked. Everyone's looking, and they're like, "Holy crap! Like, what the hell are those?" Right. And I, I told him, "Like, yeah, these are these are my sunglasses." And <laughs> he took them. He's like, "Oh, let me try them." And so he put them on, and they have, they have, they look like Buddy Holly sunglasses. Like they're actually they have a really nice style to them. Hmm. And so he's like, "Oh, these are great." And so I'm like, "Is like, can I have these?" And I was like, "Well." And then you put him down his pants. Well, that's not fun. I was like, now you can. Now you own them. Yeah, now you can. So I had to go. Buy, I had to go. I had to get another pair. That's cold, man. Yep. <laughs> like putting so, that. That is a. That is like a, a playground. A playground move. Yeah. Hey, can I can I have your sandwich? Yeah. Well, they're my pants now. Exactly. I'm not wearing unders. Yeah, I'm like I'm like you know what? If you want to eat that, that's fine. Uh, oh. But like yeah, I just um. Um. Yeah. So that was a that was a very expensive gift I gave him. That is uh. Yeah. That is that's something. How much were they? Uh, I think two hundred something. Jesus, man. Yeah. God, I have um. I'm I'm a notorious sunglass breaker. Mm-hmm. So I could not spend that kind of money on sunglasses. Yeah. There's um. There's a very uh. I guess that there's that cliche where you you never lose shitty glasses. But you know what? It's true. Yeah. I I've got a pair that I bought um with the old the old team there yeah. during uh, Strangler's wedding mm-hmm. two years ago in Thailand. Mm-hmm. They were like two bucks. Yeah. Two bucks and they're nice enough to to really look look like a nice pair of glasses. Mm-hmm. I have not broke them in two years. Before that, I bought like thirty dollars, forty dollars sunglasses to me, which is like a, a big investment in sunglasses because I know I'm gonna break them. Mm-hmm. I always break them. Yeah. These are um uh, 
Um, they're good for like um, everyday usage. They're not. They're not sports sunglasses. They're 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 meant to be like stylistic. Like like they're they're meant for style. Like those who yeah. go with a suit or they. Well, you bought them because of the suit. Yeah. Um. But I think um I think I need I need a good pair of like sports sunglasses you can wear in the summer if you're gonna be chilling out and stuff like that. So I I, I do need a pair of those. Something that don't you don't mind if they get beat up. Yeah. Like I'm I'm looking for. I think I'm gonna go with uh. Do you remember that brand? Um. I think I was talking about, talking about it on the last podcast. Do you remember that brand? Uh. Varney France. We did talk about them recently, yeah. didn't we? Sporty yeah. as hell. Yeah, so I think that I, I'm going to look for those. Varney France used to be the kind of thing, if you saw somebody wearing it, you're like, that guy who plays badminton. Mm-hmm. That guy who plays tennis. Mm-hmm. It's a nice uh, a nice white shirt with the red letters on it. Yeah. Varney. Yeah, I know. That That's was classy. Me. That was me when I was a kid. No, well, you were a big tennis guy. I was a big Well, te- you are pretty sporty, too. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, I bought those because every time there was a, uh, I think I'd mentioned it on the last podcast. Um, uh, yeah, I, I played volleyball. I played tennis. Um, uh yeah, bad. Yeah, I played all that stuff. Yeah, you're a big sports. Guy. Yeah, so I got like I got Varney France like uh, like volleyballs and stuff like that. I just like the, the the way it fit. I'm like, this is great. And then like I told you on the last on the last we talked about my trip to New York. Um, mm-hmm. I found that that store that store right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, holy crap, this stuff is this stuff is unreal. Some pretty nice shit. Yeah, but you can get that stuff from. But some of the I found some of the t-shirts I bought there. I found them at uh, at Simon's. At Simon's here in the at mall. At Simon's there. here in the mall, yeah. There was um, yeah, that was one of those things I missed out on. Like as a kid, there wasn't a lot of really good martial arts gear. Like you couldn't. I mean, old, like as we got older, tap out became more popular. Uh-huh. Um, affliction, which nobody wants to wear because it makes you look like a douchebag. Um, yeah. all that kind of stuff kind of popped up. But mm-hmm. when you were kids, there wasn't like a whole lot of really cool, like martial arts gear. Unless you went to like Rising Sun, one of the martial arts stores here in town, and bought like a shirt. I mean, Gracie Jiu Jitsu is kind of showing up in the '90s, mm-hmm. like a little bit, but they were they were really like not the nicest shirts at all. Just like a standard gray T-shirt with black writing on it. Mm-hmm. There was some stuff, but like really, unless you had like a camp or a school or whatnot that made their own gear, you didn't have like nice trendy stuff. Like Nike had all, yeah. all the basketball and football and whatnot. Well, mm-hmm. that's I mean, that's to be that's a, that's a given though. Yeah, those are really popular in North American like like uh, sports, mm-hmm. hockey shirts and whatnot. But yeah, it was one of those things. I never really got to wear like a lot of team stuff. Start going to Thailand to get like your your camp stuff there. Yeah, there's um yeah actually one place that had like really cool. Yeah, this 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 store had so much like cool clothing like uh and it was all Japanese. Uh, but I was like in I, New York in New York right yeah. and I was like but I was like you know what I can't wear this stuff it's like it's too. I'd be I'd be like I'd be such a poser like wearing it. <laughs> Would it be a little case of the uh, the old cultural appropriation? Yeah, I'd be like you know like <laughs> I, you know like it has like the, like this uh, this. This this outfit that had like it looked like a samurai outfit. Like, I, I like, like how you called it an outfit. Right away, it's pretentious. Yeah, and I was like, I was, I, I saw it there, and like it's uh, the guy's like, yeah, this is this is perfect for like. And this guy's like, yeah, he goes. I said, he goes, are you from here? And I said, I said no. I said, uh, he goes, he goes, yeah, this this outfit's perfect. If you're lounging in your apartment, you want to go to Soho, you want to go do this, you want to go to or just to Greenwich. I'm like, I don't do. And I said, I'm from Edmonton. Uh, I'm like, I, I'm like, I could, I would wear this around the house. Yeah, but. uh I'd feel ridiculous walking out of it because not, not because the outfit is ugly; it's beautiful, mm. right? But I'm like, I can't justify wearing it. And he's and he was laughing. He's like, I totally understand. Like, I, I, yeah, man. There are some things that I think when the sales guy when he's telling you about, like, you could wear this here, you could wear this there, you could wear this here. In his head, he's kind of like also getting the ridiculousness of what he's trying to sell you. Yeah, and he was um, he's selling he, you a lifestyle. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, and I was like, uh, I, I said, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know what? I told, I, I told him, I was like, I, I know where you're coming from, but I'm like, I don't like, I can see you like. Like I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm like I can't uh, subscribe to that. So, that's rough, man. Yeah. It's like uh, Costanza in Sconson leather or uh, what's yeah. it called? Velvet. Yeah. Velvet. Was it velvet? Yeah. Yeah. Velvet. And then uh, Jerry talking about getting the uh, being in an orgy. Yeah. They gotta get like shag carpeting and have shag a mustache. Shag carpeting. Yeah. They're selling you a lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just um, I don't um, uh, loungewear. Yeah, loungewear. And I was like, well, I'm like my loungewear is like 
t-shirt and, and jeans and, and a t-shirt yeah, some t- nice comfy shorts yeah the t-shirt and like sweatpants yeah that's my that's my thing and i rock so, my jorts on my days off yeah my jorts <laughs> my jorts <laughs> yeah we chewed off at the ends yeah. oh yeah a little bit cut yeah just a like little t- shredded just like tobias they're like long daisy dukes just like tobias like a long daisy dukes mm. i got knee length daisy dukes yeah i got extra long pockets so i can see them just above my knees Oh yeah? Uh, no, no, well, not really. But I wish I did. <laughs> but on your advice, by accident, I picked up a pair of these uh, these ultra comfy jeans. Though, I mean, they're not the ones you were talking about. But mm-hmm. I was in the old uh, the old discount Marshall store there. Yeah. I found these super stretchy, stretchy jeans. See, man, and look at the smile on your face. I'm never going back. I'm never gonna go back from. Them. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna only wear stretchy jeans now. There you go, man. God, they're so comfy. And I was really I wasn't talking shit about them, but I was kind of like wondering to myself, like, are they worth the money? Well, these are twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. But I would. Probably spend the 150 on those barbell jeans. Mm-hmm. The ones that the old Joe Rogan and all those guys are talking about. Van yeah. Dam, Van Dam wears them. Yeah. Because just the comfort factor alone. And they last for a while, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, see, that, that's why I think you should, I should, you should check out Uniqlo because it is. I'm it, not wearing linen pants, though. I know. You don't, have to, you don't have to wear that stuff. They do like, have nice clothes, though. Yeah, but they're like, um, it, but it's similarly priced. Yeah, the, I mean, that's just, there was a. So I was reading a thing in the paper probably about like, I don't know, six, six seven months ago. Kind of like on, on this topic about people who used to wear. Um, like turn of the century stuff, maybe, maybe like 1920s and 30s, like they're depression era people mm-hmm. who would um, would not have the cash to buy decent boots. So they had like the cardboard, cardboard soles and like rubber soles, the cardboard interior, and they would wear down really quick. Are those my remote controls? Uh, they're not mine. I'm just fucking leaving them on the table. Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. So these guys would wear these these like these shoes that wouldn't work out for, like work out for long term wear. They're they're work boots. They need them. Mm-hmm. They break down quickly. Yeah. And these guys, these these people who had money would spend the extra fifty bucks to buy like real nice boots, leather boots, and leather soles, and, and like hard hand stitch materials. They could afford to do it in big like big dumps of cash, whereas the other guys couldn't. They couldn't dump that much money into them. Mm-hmm. But over the long term, they're spending more money on shitty clothes and shitty boots yeah. because it's wearing down faster. Mm-hmm. But they can only afford that much at that time, so that's how they have to buy their stuff, right? Yeah. So in my head, I kept thinking to myself, well, that makes a lot of sense. Like there are certain things that I will buy that have quality to them, like a decent phone or, or like decent pens, that I'll I'll save up or not save up. I mean, it's not like I have to save up, but I will justify putting a little bit more cash away to spend money on those items to last longer. Yeah, that's that's jeans for sure. Yeah, pants. Uh, actually, I think pretty much with the majority of things, um, you, yeah, because you, you literally that that uh, the line is you get what you pay for. Exactly. And so, uh, that like. Yeah, there, there, there's, there's, there's tons of examples of that. Like, let's say, for example, uh, um, the reason why I got a Vitamix is because I don't want to spend like every year spend like a hundred dollars on a new blender. A new blender. Just well, forget you. every year. Yeah. I mean, the way because you use that so much. Yeah, now, you'd be buying one every six months. Exactly, and so like, and plus it wouldn't give me the it wouldn't give me the results I wanted. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Just, you spend the extra money. Yeah, it's good for ten years. Yeah, yeah. And if it breaks down, they send you another one. <laughs> that's that's the best part. If it breaks down, they send you another one. Yeah, exactly. Or they fix yours to back to where it should be. Exactly. Yeah, they're pretty good about and, it. And um, uh, yeah, I I think you 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 really have to pay for quality. It doesn't you have, it do doesn't it. have to be expensive, but at least uh, you you do have to you do pay you do get what you pay for. I believe anyway. Well, I mean, we we talked about the last. I think we talked about the last episode. I finally bought an iPad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took me a long time to really just like just just bear down and do it. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm an anti Apple guy. I've used Apple before. I've got a Mac. Um, but I just I just needed something to draw on the go mm-hmm. to create on the go to have something that, that could do a lot of different things. I was gonna get a uh, the Tab S4, the mm-hmm. Samsung version of the iPad, mm-hmm. which has a pen in the box, but it just didn't 
I mean, I tried it and it just didn't have the same kind of feel to it. Yeah. And so I picked this guy up from Costco, which is like a two-year-old model of the Pro, a 2017 model, as opposed to like the newer iPad Air that just came out, mm-hmm. which is like the 20, 20, uh, the 2019 Air, which doesn't have the same spec sheet as this guy, but costs the same. Mm-hmm. But damn, man, like the difference in quality is, is incredible mm-hmm. compared to the the, uh, the Tab and compared to the Air. Mm-hmm. Like to have that Pro with 120 gig or 120 hertz refresh rate like having a dedicated GPU, mm-hmm. like I just feel like at times I'm drawing on paper. I'm not making any compromises to what I would create. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm transferring from my computer onto my tablet to color all my shit right here to to create a design that I'm happy with with no compromises mm-hmm. because I I spent the money on it. Yeah, I paid a little bit more and I got exactly what I wanted. And the device the it it performs the way I want it to perform. Yeah, yeah. So no compromises. That's right? good. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad at all. Weird week this week, buddy. All right. A bunch of shit happened. Bret Hart got attacked. Bret Hart got attacked. Bret Hart got I don't know why. jumped. I don't know why I was. I found that hilarious. Because only in WWE, when they do a Hall of Fame thing for an athlete yeah. or an actor yeah. or whatever, it's always like respectful. But for 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 wrestling, there always has to be an attack from from the outside. It's got to be some crazy shit. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like almost like Scary Sherry came in from the outside and just interfered with the match yeah. or something. Yeah, it was Scary Sherry. Blast yeah. from the past. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I just I, I thought it was um, – People were saying, oh, I thought it was, I, I, honestly, I thought it was hilarious. Well, it was wild because it was the first time in a long time. I don't think I've ever done it from the ring like that. Mm-hmm. But they had the, the Hall of Fame usually is done on the stage where I don't know if anybody here watches wrestling. I know, I know you, you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. But the stage I would walk out from, usually the Hall of Fame is done there. Everybody sits in the audience. There's no ring and they all watch like you would if somebody's uh, doing a, a monologue or somebody's mm-hmm. doing like a, a rant from the, from the stage entrance. But this year they did it from the ring. And there are people around the ring, and there's access to the ring. He's right in the middle. Fucking this dude comes out of nowhere and just jumps in. And then Travis Brown, UFC heavyweight Travis Brown, just lays a shit kicking on the guy. He's able to get in there quick and just start stomping the dude. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And then everybody jumped in. I, I, I honestly, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I yeah it was people hilarious. didn't know what to think. No. Well, it cuts. Like you're watching it, all of a sudden it cuts, and mm-hmm. then they come back like ten minutes later, and then Bret Hart just like, oh, that was something, huh? And <laughs> finishes his speech like a champ. Yeah. There you go. So I mean, good for him yeah. for that. But, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. Ronda Rousey broke her hand in the main event for real. Just a, a weird, like, I guess some weird moment. And I haven't, I, I didn't go back to watch it again. She broke her hand, so she's out. Becky Lynch got her two belts. Good. She's, uh, she's I a champ, champ. Honestly, man, I, the, the more I hear about, like, about, like, I look back at Ronda Rousey's career and stuff like that. and I, I She's pretty unlikable. She's, she's, I, I can't stand her. She's pretty unlikable. Yep. Everything she does is pretty unlikable. I know. She loses one match. And, like, you know, I shouldn't see a lot of things. She, that, 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 that whole thing on Ellen just ruined it for her. I didn't. I'm. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm. I'm okay with somebody um, genuinely having a moment and telling you that you know they had a hard time with the loss and whatnot. But I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I. I, I, I don't know. I'm you, not gonna. You don't have to go to the world and like. Like Ellen yeah. is not your. Ellen, Ellen is not your your therapist. She. Yeah, I see your. I see your point of view completely. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys have said that to me. That you know, like, well, you don't need to go there and tell the world that you you had to suck it up and almost killed yourself. It's like tough enough. Be tough. No, it's not I, even about being tough. It's like honestly, it was about like uh, um, the therapy aspect. Yeah, like we get it. I'm like, I'm like, you know, and like, the thing is too is that you can't. Um, I'm one of those people who says like, I, I'm a hardliner when it comes to like you can't have it both ways. Okay, you I can't, agree with that. Okay, you can't like go in your like disrespect your opponent and they like, say all this crap and like you know like and at the weigh-ins act like this, right? That's what it is. And then like then you go into the ring, you get your fucking ass handed to you. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're a fucking crybaby. That's that's what I don't agree with. That's I agree that, with that, that 100%. That, that, that's the issue I have with, with that 
Yeah, because there is an aspect to her personality where More. it feels insincere. Yeah. Like, every, when she is being cool, it's like Frank Mir always felt insincere. Mm-hmm. Like, when Frank Mir would, would yeah. act like uh, like humble, it always felt like he's just waiting to win so he can rub it in your face. Yeah. And then, like, when Brock smashed him, it's like, yeah, you got beat up. The first time out, you got lucky, and the second time out, you got smashed. Mm-hmm. And then now you're trying to be humble about the whole thing, like, oh, he was a better man today. It's like, no, he's a better man because he got beat up. Yeah, exactly. But if you'd won tonight, you'd have been gloating, and it would have been that would have been the real version of you. Yeah, and I, I, I can't stand that. I just, uh, I just find that people who, like, why, why can't you – I understand not, not everyone has to be like this, but yeah. why can't you just, like um, – I'll say this. I prefer people who are just, like, they're, they're – uh, they're, that's me. Ah, it's, it's all of us. We're always doing the shit. Yeah. Because um, we can't turn our phones off because we're chumps. Yeah. The um, uh, But, yeah, I just think that, uh, like, I just don't like people like that. Yeah. Like, I'd rather you just, like, you know, at the weigh-ins, just, like, you know, just do your thing. Be yeah, respectful I'm, and then just and let 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 the fight let the fight do the talking. I'm with you on that. Yeah, like I I like the martial arts aspect of it. Yeah, like the GSP, but they all can't be GSP. But I like the idea of the way he does. Like even when he went out when GSP did the whole thing of Matt Hughes, yeah. I am not impressed by your performance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come for you. You're like that's not you. Mm-hmm. That's not really you, man. You're not the guy who comes out and talks trash and calls people out. Yeah, Dana told you to do it. You're yeah, not even yeah, ready yeah, for yeah, it, right? Like, yeah, Dana should not be telling GSP to sell a fight. Yeah, go sell a fight. He's not your fight sales guy. He's the martial artist. Yeah, the way, he was to sell yeah the way he the way he, he handled it with Josh Koscheck on the Ultimate Fighter that was good. Yeah, <laughs> he just said, "Guys, they're just being like this." He goes, "Don't worry about it. He's an he's an answer for this." At exactly. The yeah. yeah. And he's Koscheck like, can do what he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. We're just we're gonna be cool. We're gonna be humble. Yeah. I mean, there are guys who can get away with it in in a way like uh like Chael and Bisping. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at them, you're like, "This is an act." Like they're this is it's completely an act. Yeah. The guys who think Michael Bisping isn't putting on a show when he talks all that shit. I don't know. I, I feel like it's all it's all part of the show. It, it, it totally. But then is. there's the Diaz brothers and Ronda Rousey, and like you feel like it's all that's your personality. You're mm-hmm. kind of a jerk. Yeah. This is who you are, and if they embrace that part of them. If they embrace their jerkiness mm-hmm. and said like, "Yo, I'm, I'm a dick and I lost and I felt shitty, but I don't want to kill myself because I talked a lot of shit because mm-hmm. I'm I can't help it. I'm a bit of a dick." Then you're like, "Well, I okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I'm cool with you for being like that. Yeah. I'm cool with you for bringing that on Ellen and talking about it like that. Look, I can be a real shitty human being, and I talk a lot of shit." And when I got beat up, I felt really bad about it because I wanted to win. I wanted to smash her face in. So no, I couldn't she, do it. Yeah, because so when, when she went on Ellen, was she? Uh, I can't believe we're discussing this, but like the um, no, no, we're discussing. Okay, this. so like so when you, when she went on Ellen, did she say did she kind of apologize for her behavior towards like people or I, was she, I didn't or really she, watch it. Or I don't did know. She, or did she mostly talk about herself and like saying like oh I lost and I have to I almost whatever. Yeah, no, I mean from what I I saw a little bit of it because my mom. My mom is a huge fight fan. My mom's a my mom's a big fan of like wrestling and mixed martial arts, and she knows who all these people are. So mm-hmm. she saw it, and she was watching it, and I walked in on it, and she talked about how like, well, you know, she seems like a, a nice girl, and blah blah blah. Like, no, I think it's insincere. So I saw it from there, and it seemed like all she talked about was, you know, like this, uh, how she's like a champion. That's how a champion acts, and this is what you do, and that's what you know. I lost, and it hit me really hard. It never seemed like. She talked about how I was trying to build up a fight and it didn't work out the way I wanted it to work, and she was the better the better fighter. It felt it felt insincere, and I didn't see the whole yeah, thing. I, I didn't think, care to, so yeah. maybe that's why like I'm I'm taking it the wrong way. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like I, I think like what separates like I think that um, that kind of st- that that whole thing really stained her. Le- I think I think personally for me is like stained. I, I don't care about her, but like I think I kind of stained her stained her legacy because. When it's when a champion keeps winning, yeah, and uh, you know, like if you're gonna go out there, like you, you you should say like you know I respect this person. She had no reason to hate anybody. No, exactly. She she didn't, and she treats everybody like garbage when she talks. Exactly. About yeah. yeah. So like yeah. So I was like, you know what? If you're gonna go out there, and then all of a sudden you cry because you lost to someone who was superior, like who was, who was 
obviously much bit much more talented. They knew how to take you down. Significantly better than you. Yeah, exactly. And then you don't give them respect. All you do is like you go out there and you and you you go crying on Ellen, saying that oh, I almost did this, I almost did. A lot of that too. Like her mom, her mom hates. Uh, is it what's his name? Her coach there, Tar Tarverian. Mm-hmm. Is that is that who it is? I can't remember who it is. It's it's one of the Gambarian guys. The, the whole is team that the guy? Who, is that who, for, who forced her to stand up against? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the one. She um, and everybody said it too. Like there were a lot of people who said during that fight, like he's nuts for making her think she's a like Nunez said that. Yeah, they, he's nuts for convincing her that she's a stand up fighter. Yeah, she's not a stand up fighter. She can't stand and bang with anybody. Yeah, she can grapple a lot of people and should stick to it, but she's not a boxer. No, that's, and then all yeah. the video of her like doing the boxing training and shit, and apparently it was like ninety percent boxing. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't you don't do it, man. Yeah. You, you can't do that. No, not not in that time frame. Yeah, no, no, no. definitely not. Yeah, because that's why like I just uh, um, Nunez, I, I fell in love with her. I was like, I'm like that she the way she acted, everything yeah. about her, like that's how you handle it. Yeah, not just that, but she seems like she's just chill all the time yeah. until you put your put her name in your mouth. Yeah. It's like, keep my name out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm being really cool, and you're talking a lot of shit, and I'm still being cool, so I'm going to settle this the way I settle it by knocking your head off. Yeah. And she did. She did, yeah. And she did, and then she came back and told everybody, like, I, I don't hate her. I hate mm-hmm. what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And I showed her why I'm better than her. Yeah, exactly. And she yeah. said, and they, they remember they asked her straight out, and she's like, he goes, what, you, what about the rematch? She's like, what's the point of a rematch? What's the point? And she goes, if she comes back, I'm just gonna do the same thing to her. Yeah, Th- that is that's perfect. Yeah, and then she just never came back. And she was being, and it wasn't like being, she wasn't being like a bitch about it. She was just being like totally honest. Yeah, she wasn't being shitty. She, she just, just she goes, what's there's, the point? There's no point to it. Yeah, like I mean, the same thing's gonna happen again. Mm-hmm. So why would I want that fight? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for her legacy. No, it doesn't do anything for her career. Mm-hmm. So yeah, why would you do that, right? Yeah. That's tough. I think I think you're you're spot on with that assessment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like it when I mean I'm not a big fan of of trashing like fighters in general for the way they the way they like I discuss every, their, yeah, their struggles. Handles, yeah, everyone handles it in, in a different way. In a different way. But but uh, she was being shitty about it beforehand. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, to come out and cry, baby, like you you made a great point to come out and cry, baby, after the way you've been acting, mm-hmm. which is the real you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I don't think I mean like I know Luke is not a huge fan of hers by any means. When she had a WrestleMania match last year, it wasn't the best. Like, she tried really hard. It looked good. Her performance is okay. But um, guys like him and um, to an extent, not to an extent, guys like me and him who who don't really like her and know, like, what her career path was like and know martial arts in general mm-hmm. and know her personality in general did not like her performance. Like, we were kind of, like, down on it mm-hmm. because of the way she was acting. Yeah. So, we, it, we there was no sincerity to her being a nice guy as a, as a face. No, no, like in well, WWE. No, not at all. Like you know, like what, what, yeah, what's, who are you in yeah. WWE? Like, uh, yeah. So we were extra critical mm-hmm. about her, about the way she performed, right? Like okay. we were super critical. Yep. But, uh, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. so it looks like a lot of people might be going to jail over this whole college admissions thing. Yes. <laughs> I like how you kind of went. Yeah. You face palmed on so that. So basically, one. Aunt Becky and her husband are actually uh, yeah. they're they're fighting right now. Are they fighting right yeah, now? Yeah, right now they're 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 blaming each other for it. No way, huh? That's the last thing I read before I left work today. Oh wow! I found the whole thing fascinating. Like I know I'm not I'm not a big reality TV guy, but this is this is my reality TV. Yeah, I don't know. I think the, the, the whole thing is like it's very simple. It's very stupid. It's like uh, they yeah. photoshopped people in their kids into. It's like, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And into like, like the rowing crew and shit like that. Yeah. So um, Aunt Becky, uh, I don't care what her real name is. Um, no, no, she'll be Aunt Becky from here yeah, on. Yeah. So Aunt Becky from Full House. Yeah. Aunt and Becky her from fashion Full House. designer husband. Yeah, and so he, she's gonna go. She could face up to twenty years in prison. Ma- I think I think Maxim. that's the max that she could potentially get. Yeah. If everything gets thrown at her. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, 
There's 33 people involved in this, I think, and it's uh, half, a half. Yeah, there's it's it's almost like almost a billion dollars worth of like. Uh, um, um, I think money involved. I, I think. think potentially, if you looked at everything, what what the real number is twenty five million. Okay. That over the course of the is that what, okay? I thought yeah. okay, I thought it was higher, but like um, I I bet you when you look at it, if you really really do a deep dive and everybody, because okay, here's the thing. Now everybody keeps saying it's a bribery scandal. Yeah. It's not bribery. This is racketeering. This was people on a payroll mm-hmm. who were working for the one dude. I can't remember what his name was. Like like Rick something, whatever the hell his name was. But they were paying him to pretty much get their kids into schools. And he had people on his payroll. Mm-hmm. He had coaches, teachers, admissions people. He had, uh, like you said, people in the yearbook who were photoshopping people in. He had people on his payroll. Mm-hmm. This is racketeering, man. Yeah. So when they say it's bribery, no, bribery is like a cop pulls you over and give him 25 bucks to leave you alone. Yeah. Or 250 bucks. I don't know, whatever you got to pay a cop. I know what the money is these days. Yeah. But that's bribery. This was a dude who's got people on his payroll, mm-hmm. and he's got a network of, like, you know, referrals that come towards him. And then you refer your friends to him, mm-hmm. and then he says, what do you need? And you say, I want my kid to go to school. He goes, okay, cool. I'll make it happen. How? Well, your kid is now a rowing prodigy, okay? Yeah. Got it? Mm-hmm. Cool. Now give me my money. I'll make it happen. So, I mean, how is it bribery? And because it's racketeering, they're all connected. They can all go to jail for the same freaking crime. Yeah. And I think the, the, the 25 or the 25 million turning into the billion, like you're saying, is, I don't think that's, like, far off that it could be, like, a billion dollars that was like ultimately moved around yeah, along yeah, the, the, the all exchange right? yeah that, so i i'm not sure that that could be the number but like uh um and becky and becky could be going to jail and racketeering charges. i loved Aunt becky she, she was so, she, she's so hot she was so wholesome and pretty yeah. and nice wholesome yes yeah. yeah i mean she was like the girl next door that uh, that your happy jesse got together yeah. with cuz jesse was your man did she live in that house with them too yeah they had the upstairs the very other uh, attic right oh, and yeah, they went into right. a little yeah, place yeah. there mm-hmm. fucking for a guy who didn't really care much for Full House, I knew a lot about Full House. Yeah, uh, exactly. I was like a closet Full House fan. I, I liked it. Yeah, I like Bob Saget because I knew I knew deep down inside he was a scumbag. <laughs> he's a total scumbag. Oh, or, 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 I didn't say scumbag, but like dirty no, old man. No, no, no. He's a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> he's a straight up scumbag. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So yeah. That's uh. That's my that's opinion crazy. on that story. Well, apparently all those people are are pissed at uh, what's your name there, the Desperate Housewives. Uh, William H Macy's wife, Felicity Huffman. Felicity Huffman. They pulled that show. So Eva Longoria and like uh, who else is in that show? Sarah Jessica uh, Parker. No, no, that was that was the other one. That was the crappy one. The uh, the fucking Sex in the City. Sex in the City. Yeah, right. That's that's the show you're talking about. No, no, no. Uh, Desperate Housewives. Oh, uh, yeah, Terry Hatcher. On, yeah, Terry Hatcher. Yeah, that's right. Lois Lane was in that show. Yeah, and that and that girl that was in Seinfeld. That lady who's in Seinfeld. The one who remember she drops a pimple toothbrush. Popper. No, no. The uh, the one who drops the toilet and the toothbrush, and she uses it. No, that's Sex in the City. That's Sex in the City. Yeah, Sex in the City. But she's in that. She, yeah, she's in there. Was she in that too? No, no, she was in. Okay, we're talking about Desperate Housewives, right? That's the one we're talking about. The one where they all had like the murder mystery in the small town. Yeah, they're right. That's Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking of something else. I but don't know. Like but, now, but, all, but, all blurred but, but together. At least, but at least that lady like admitted to what she did. She did well. Yeah, she did. She said her kid didn't know about it. Her husband didn't know about it. You know, I did it all. I did it all, and she yeah. admitted to it. And she's like, she's willing to face the consequence, whatever. See, I respect her for that. I do, but like, you're making your kid look like an idiot, because like, you're telling me that your kid didn't know that she or he was on the rowing team. But I think like he, um, but the kid is like faultless in this, where like you know, like the kid can't really do anything about it. I guess like if, if a parent who has that kind of money and whatnot tells you like you're gonna tell people you're on the rowing team, okay, mom. Yeah, I, like, I guess I, I guess I roll now. Yeah, so he's, I, I, I'm on crew. Yeah, so I, I, I think he's kind of victimless in this, like not because it's not he didn't he, he didn't have to be he didn't have to be a whistleblower. But well, like, uh, who who blew the whistle? 
Well, how'd they find out? Would I don't somebody know. just kind of like uh, yeah? But um, but she said, but the fact of her saying that you know this is not my my they, they weren't they weren't involved in this or it wasn't their fault or whatever. Yeah. But she's she's the one who took the blame for everything. She's falling on the sword. Yeah. So yeah. So she, I, I I respect her for that. Yeah. But and what she did and, was uh, shitty. But like fashion it. man there, they're, but they're fighting. Mm-hmm. That's not respectable. I mean, if one had gone, if if he had said, "I did it all," and she's like, "No, I did it all. Our kids, our kids knew nothing." Oh, she's like, "Why did you make me do this? <laughs> yeah. I, I made you do this. You made me do this." Yeah, I was designing shirts when you were dis- when you were thinking. Are you about kidding? This. I make T-shirts. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you're the one who did it all. Exactly. Oh, that's rough, man. Fucking idiots. That is awful. Mm-hmm. And then the kid now too, like uh, one of the one of the kids, one of her, what's her name, Olivia something, one of her uh, her kids' friends is saying, "Well, she didn't ever care about school at all." Like she, she just makes her Instagram videos. Like she doesn't care about this shit. She knows everything. She knew completely that she wasn't on the rowing team or the lacrosse team or the hell it was. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she doesn't go. She has no classes. She doesn't make classes. She's getting all the grades. She's like a four GPA, and she doesn't go to school. So the friend, like the friend, whistle blew. Oh, there you go. So that's a big one. That's uh, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's nuts. But whatever, you get get what you deserve. That's nuts. With with all of that though, I started thinking about people who like this week. I did a lot of hand holding. Like mm-hmm. for a handholding of people who are pretty intelligent, like otherwise pretty intelligent human beings mm-hmm. um, with photography, with technology, with a bunch of stuff. And these are all people who, and I'm not going to name names here. I mean, these are, these are friends of mine, but um, these are human beings who have parents who excessively hold their hand in life. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at like the way they, the way they function when just little things happen, yeah. like when they can't get a parking spot. Or somebody like mistakes this doesn't get them lettuce on a sandwich, or if they can't um, they can't change a file format mm-hmm. on a computer, and that it was mostly that kind of stuff. It was mostly like file format changes or just like little things like technology based. You're younger than I am. You're in my age group and you don't know how to do these things, mm-hmm. and you're having a complete breakdown in like the way you think because you can't perform a small task just by Google searching it. Because doing a lot of hand holding, and I was noticing like people are calling me for advice and this kind of stuff, and I kind of feel like that's the kind of person. Who does all this like admissions kind of like the more the more your parents coddle you and give you and prep you for the world and they make sure like there's somebody there to do everything for you all mm-hmm. the time. It's like you might be successful. Like you might you might move past all that. Maybe you maybe you got into the school on shitty. Meetings, yeah, but, but, but you're, you're also successful. But, yeah, but it makes you weaker. It makes you weaker. Yeah. Like it makes you just like unprepared for the way the world works. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I can. I'm kind of I, I'm I I'm almost like a example of that. Because like my are you? Pa- no, well, no, you're not. Well, no, like the um, no, because like um, I wouldn't say that. Well, it's like I'll put I'll put it this way. Like my parents will not let me, uh, when it comes to like, like big decisions, whether it's house or whether it's car. My dad's like, no, you have to do this way, this way. I'm like, why? He's, he goes, cause you're you're you're. Uh, trust me, I know you don't know yet. You don't know. I know. I know. And this happened. Uh, yeah. This was like three years ago, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what are you? T-? So you, I take I, I kind of <laughs> took offense to it. Yeah. Well, but, you're an adult. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? You think I'm an idiot? Yeah. And then uh, and so. Yeah, I got, I got pissed off at him. I was like, uh, I'm like, no, I'm like, uh, I'm like, no, then because I'll, I'll, all I have to say is like, no, like, I don't like, no, that's, that's ridiculous. And so then, then, then they, my, my dad takes it personally. Then he's like, then I'm like, oh, fuck, this goes, and I just walk out. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. I've had enough of this. No, and, that, I, I think that's different than what I'm talking about. I think what you're talking about is your parents thinking you're an idiot because you're the kid. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I mean, my mom, my mom, I guess my, still... clo- my, my closest relationship to that is, 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 is that situation is that situation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i mean it's, that's fucking, absolutely it's fucking irritating that's irritating yeah, yeah that's just irritating yeah. i'm talking about like like people who clearly overdo for their children yeah like they overdo to where the kids now just they they won't even they won't talk back they mm-hmm. i mean and that's a part of growing up i like guess a part of like becoming an adult 
is forming your own ideas and then making a break from the way your parents think and mm-hmm. making your own decisions and, and moving on. Yeah. But there's an excessive amount of hand-holding in some people to where they don't know how to Google search. Yeah. It's like the whole, the whole funny little thing about, let me Google that for you. Like that little, the, what yeah. do they call that? That I, phrase that you see on, on Reddit and shit? Yeah. People get offended when you say that these days. Mm-hmm. Because like, well, that's a dick thing to say. It's like, no, it's not. Because you can't look for it yourself. Like you need me to do everything. I got to break everything down for you step by step. Yeah. Like how to find information online. If you could break that down for me, that'd be great. That'd be great. If you could break that down for me and like have that on my desk by morning, that'd be great. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I, do, I have to admit, I'm not the best person at using Word, for example. Like, a, But I'll be like... Uh, um, but you can learn how to do it. I think because we have a technical, like an established, like, well, like technical writer at our office. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't know how to do something, I don't waste time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I go right to her. I'm like, I'm like, can I bark? Can I, like, can I bark for a second? And she's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Come in. I'm like, how do I? Because uh, right now this format, th- this this template I'm working at is basically in a table format. I'm like, how do I? How do I see the lines and see? What, and she's like, she's like, oh, that's easy. You just do it this way, this way. I'm like, so I look at it. I'm like, I'm like, let me let me write this down. And yeah. so I have to make sure I remember how to do it. But you're trying to learn how to do it. I'm trying to learn. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm just like, uh, or like even things like little, little simple things like, you know, how to put checkboxes into uh, into a Word document, right? Like, uh, so yeah, like you have to. But you'll learn how to do it. Yeah. like That's that's my point. There are some yeah. people who don't. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, that's what Google is for. That's what Google that, is for. That's why they built their multi-billion dollar uh, uh, search engine for it. It's like <laughs> to answer your questions. It uh, even has a, it even has a like a, on your phone it has a microphone that you can just talk to it. You can ask your phone how to do how something. How to do something. And your phone will tell you. Yeah. Audibly. Yeah. It'll tell you how to do it. Yeah, even if you misspell it or you mispronounce it, it will correct. It's like he's like, "Oh, I think you're looking for this." Yeah, did you mean? Yeah, did you mean this? <laughs> Parentheses, yes. you idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I just and that was that was like all part and parcel of this whole thing with admission scandal, all that kind of stuff where it's like you're you're probably dealing with people who are so closed off from the world in a sense, right? And I mean, it's usually, it's not always people with money, but it's usually people with money. Yeah. I think that's why you get those like weird, like the, the people with excessive money, mm-hmm. other weird rich, right? Yeah. Like the Trump kind of people. The the Francis from PB's, PB's uh, Big Adventure. Yeah. They're like, they're weird because they just, they don't know how to oh, interact. Oh, Francis. Everything is done for them. Yeah. They want a bike because they saw it and they want it. Yeah. And they don't, they don't understand that there are consequences just stealing it. Yeah. They don't, they don't know that they can pay money for it and work to get it. They just tell you they want it now. Yeah. I want your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Put them down my pants, right? Yeah. Like, why you got to be so fucking weird, man? Yeah, and it was an awkward pause. I was like... Oh, man. I'm I like, don't know. I, yeah, yeah, because I, 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 he said it, and then he put them out his pants. He's like, he was like, what about now? I'm like... Yeah, I still I was like, I was like yeah, I, I can't wash those. Even if I wash them, I'm going to be blind. <laughs> you could dunk them in yeah, vinegar exactly. and ammonia and shit. Yeah, so... Um, oh, um, on a side note, um, uh, Tesla came to Edmonton on Saturday... Ooh. At uh, Four Points Sheraton, whatever it's called, on LZ Road, were right across there? right across from the Lexus dealership. You were there. So I said, yeah. So they, I took my dad there. Nice. And uh, so my dad wanted to see, come, come there and check it out. So uh, um, so I, I booked ahead, and I said, yeah, I want to take out a, a Model 3, a dual motor um, uh, Model 3. So I went there. The guy who been, I've been talking to my whole – since I've – been in love with Tesla. Uh, he was there. He mm-hmm. showed up from Calgary, and so that's the same dude you've been talking to a lot. Yeah. So oh, wow. um, and so yeah. So we just uh, he's like yeah. Which one? he goes you want to take out the dub the dual the dual motor right the for the four wheel drive one. I said yeah. And he goes okay yeah just come with me. So I took my dad with me. He sat in the back seat. So we turned. I went to the side of the car. It's so awesome. It is. It is pretty awesome. slick. And so uh, he goes yeah let's let's pull away. And then uh, he showed me the, all the, tr- the the features of the car and blah blah, blah. and uh, 
Um, so we pulled away. We're going on LZ Road to uh, going east onto 91st Street. And then we're going straight. And then uh, we were a couple blocks away from uh, uh, 91st Street. And there was a uh, – so I'm in the left-hand lane. He's like, Raj, he goes, Raj, get in the right lane. I was like, okay, fine. So I went in the right lane. And he goes, as soon as the, the light goes green, I want you to floor it. Oh. And he goes, they just mashed the throttle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I said, okay. Uh, so I checked around, checked around to make sure there was no police anywhere. And I told my dad at the back, so you know, like, dad, hold, hold on to on, something. Like, put your neck back against the, the headrest and, like, just hold on to something. He's like, why? I'm like, trust me. <laughs> just trust me. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to floor it. And so then the green light hit. I mashed the throttle. And before I mashed the throttle, this guy, he put on the rear view camera. So the whole screen, the whole iPad is basically, it's basically an it's iPad. It's the rear view, yeah. It's just rear view camera, right? And so um, I just hit the throttle. It was so, ne- it was like neck snapping torque. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It, I went the, zero the electrical s- engine is just ridiculous. Yeah. I went, it was zero to 16 in about four seconds. Jesus. And, um, 60K, we should we should put that out. No, there. no, 60 miles an hour. Miles an hour? Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, damn. So it went the full 100. It went, yeah. I went, I went, I, I, I let it go, and the, the, the car just, like, the numbers started flipping around. Like, Jesus. Yo, it, was, it was like 0, 50, 0, 0, like that, right? Well, it is nuts. Like, I've, I've seen the video of that dude who does it in the Chevy Volt. Yeah. The small one there. Mm-hmm. That thing's like a 150 horsepower engine and does like 0 to 60 miles in, in just like you said, neck snapping torque. Like, yeah. he's... He's leaving rubber on the road. Yeah, and yeah, those th- electric engines are nuts. Yeah, it was uh, uh it was crazy. My dad's like, he he, he went flying the backseat. He's like, ah! <laughs> all you saw was legs. Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. So he went crazy. Shoes in bouncing the around. He's like, ah, like, oh, Raj, don't do that. And then I was like, so I went on Ninety First Street, and then I started coasting. I was going the speed limit, mm-hmm. and then but if you uh, um, if you're cruising, let's say at a hundred, and you floor it, it's not going to be like. You're going. It's not going to be like like it'll slowly pick up speed. No, it'll be like it just hundreds. Goes. It'll go. It'll just keep going like really yeah. fast, really fast. Well, it's got that ludicrous mode. Uh, this one didn't. Oh, it did not have that. No, that's that, that's that's a real mode, a ludicrous mode. Yeah, that's for the the the, the Model S, the P100D. That's oh, that Jesus, that car has over six hundred, over six hundred horsepower. That's nuts, man. Yeah. It's it's just bizarre to me that it took this long for people to realize how powerful electric motors are. Yeah, and my dad was asking the guy, and he said, "My dad goes, how much is this? T- how much? How much range do you get per charge?" And the guy mm-hmm. said, uh, "Over five hundred. Oh, that's nuts! And over five hundred. My dad's like, when, when I bet my dad does this, he opens up his eyes. He's like, like that. That means he's impressed. He's that's like, impressed. Wow! And, and then, that'll, tra- that'll cost you eight dollars. Yeah, you much? Yeah, you much cost to, like to fill it? <laughs> yeah, about eleven. It's, eleven dollars. It's, yeah, it's a, yeah, eleven dollars. Eleven dollars to to fully charge it. I was looking at uh, at like what it actually costs when you plug that thing up in your house. Mm-hmm. It's something like it's something ridiculous, like eighty cents an hour mm-hmm. to to charge your car. That's if you want to charge it full to full capacity. Yeah, to full capacity. If you want, you can just charge it to like half. If you're just gonna be like, you don't need because you don't. <laughs> yeah. Because like, how often do you drive your car? Yeah. How many kilometers per day, right? So. Exactly. Are you gonna go five hundred in a week? I mean, really, realistically, really? realistically. Our, our work car that goes back and forth all the time. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, probably about uh, 25 a day. Yeah. And that's a lot. Like, we drive that. That's a work vehicle. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, you can you can take this car to – you can easily drive this car anywhere in Canada. Like, yeah. Easily. Like, there's no – there's charging stations everywhere. Um, oh, these days, yeah. I mean, yeah. just just go to Google Maps and pick where you're going to go. Yeah. And the thing was about this car is that um, the, the acceleration, it was silent. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Didn't, it is nuts. No, 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 like, like that. It was just like – it was like <laughs> – That's it. <laughs> wait, wait. How is it? That's the sound of luxury. Yeah, that's the sound of. And the other thing about this car is that it's also. Um, that's weird that you said that. It's not a luxury car. No, this one is not. This it's comes not, in at it, less it, than fifty, easy. Like yeah, to, like pretty, pretty. You mid, can get the base model, mid high level, yeah, to fifty. You, you can get the the base model for between forty five and fifty. The base model. Yeah. Oh wait, which one is this? 
The one I have is the dual motor. The dual, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The single motor. Yeah, so mine will cost about 60. Yeah, the single motor comes in at 35. I believe, US, right? Yeah, yeah US. US. Okay, so it's about so 45, uh, 45 Canadian. Oh, that makes sense. Around there. But if you have to, like, but I would get the upgrade, the upgrades on it. Like, yeah. The, I would for sure anyway. But, like, but like, I think if you're going to spend that kind of money on it, like, you get what you pay for. Yeah. We just talked about it, right? Yeah, exactly. You get four wheel drive. You get. Uh, um, Here's the thing, too. Like, right now, we're not talking about this as if we've got the money to go dish out on it. I can't fucking buy a Tesla. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got a 2002 Jeep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I can't afford that car. Yep. But the thing is, the person who can. Like, at this point with those cars, like, you've got a four-wheel driver or all-wheel drive. Yeah, all-wheel drive. Yeah. Dual motor mm-hmm. for $50,000. Electric, that costs you $11. If you, to fill it up, if you can afford it, and that's, that's like, money's no object, and you can, you're working, and you can do it, and that's your luxury, why not? Go yeah. ahead, and, I'm not going to shit on a guy who can afford that car. Yeah, and the thing is, is that um, there's no, uh, there's no maintenance, there's no oil changes, no hydraulic fluid, no, uh, no timing belt, no, uh, um, no, you don't have to, you honestly like you can drive that car without using the brakes. I would, uh, yeah, you really could. Yeah, you, you honestly could. So your brake pads last for it'll like power down. Yeah. Um, if anybody hasn't seen the documentary "Who Killed the Electric Car," yeah, it's about when GM built the electric car, which I think turns into the Saturn eventually. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a great documentary. It was I think like ninety three or ninety four when they they had the project, mm-hmm. the all electric vehicle. Yeah, and it was the first one, like a hundred and ten, hundred twenty horsepower car. Um, they wouldn't let anybody buy them. Like, there's a whole war that went on with, with like, the, the oil companies. With OPEC and... With yeah. OPEC and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> to make sure you couldn't sell them, you could only lease them, nobody can buy them. They went back, they gathered them all up, and they crushed them all. Yeah. I think there's only two or three still out there. Yeah, uh, but and, and there was, like, and there was a candlelit, uh, candlelight uh, vigil for that a vigil. car. I H- mean... How often does that happen for a car? If for a car, people followed the trucks that were going to take them all to crush them, mm-hmm. and then they had, like, weird cars that were following these trucks to follow the people who were going to follow those cars mm-hmm. to block them in traffic so these things could go, like, a, a hidden place and crush them all. Yeah. It's an incredible documentary. But there's that part when the guy who was doing the oil change, the mechanic, mm-hmm. when he shows you how filthy he was. Like, first, he's like, this is the electric car. Look at my hands. My hands have a very minimal amount of grease on them. Yeah. I wash my hands and they're gone. Like it was like yeah. 1% of the oil and grease that he would have mm-hmm. from when he would do another car. They showed him do a, a traditional oil change and he's just covered in grease. Yeah. I, I'm sure they played it up quite a bit for the show. Yeah. But, but like really, there's no there's yes. no gross, dirty nope. like maintenance work. No, there's none. And like if you uh and the thing is too is that you can um because uh, 90% of the problems that you'll have with the car are all software related. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so everything is going to be done through an update. And your car just parks in your garage, hooks up to your Wi-Fi, and it'll download everything. And your car gets better as it gets older. As it gets older. Well, the AI gets better. Yeah. The information yeah, being like, input like, into it, it. Yeah, it is. this. It's like put wheels on this thing. That's basically what it is. Essentially. Yeah. On your so, phone there. Yeah. And, um, but they, and they do have a dedicated technicians uh, in Edmonton now. Mm-hmm. So if anything goes wrong with your car, they will come to your house and fix it. That is cool. What I do like about it, too, is how they've, they've kind of made um, a little bit more information available on how... Like how long the car is going to last as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, the vehicle itself is a vehicle. Mm-hmm. The software that makes all the other parts run, that whole unit can be removed and another newer piece can be put into it. Yeah. So that your car doesn't just like suddenly stop working because, you know, it's there's too much weight in your OS for this vehicle. Yeah. It's like all the moving parts, are, it's still a car. Yeah. It's just like buying a, a hybrid Toyota that just has a slightly different brain to it. Yeah. I'll just remove the brain and put a new one in. Yeah, there's only there's only on each motor, there's only one there's only one or two moving parts on each motor. So you, you yeah. have you have like 3 to 4 uh, you only have like 2 to 4 moving parts in the vehicle at all times. That's it. That's crazy. 
it's not like a like a belt a belt is running and the cylinders are firing and all that stuff in unison everything no it's just two moving parts that's, that's it that's ridiculous it's it's very simple <laughs> it's just such a crazy thing to know yeah. that those things are out there I, yeah i sorry i yeah if, if you were there you'd been like if that's that acceleration it would have blown your mind like how I'm, fast it was like i'm I, I like that you went out and did it I, i'm a big fan of like learning about new technologies and going out there and playing with them like learning more about how they actually work mm -hmm. what their goals are what the company's goals are mm -hmm. like tesla is just such a fascinating company in general yeah it is um i just um uh i'm still having like the recollection of that uh the just that, snapping just that, just that acceleration. It was just. Had you ever accelerated or had seen that happen before? Like, did you know what you were in for? No, That's I, crazy. I, honestly, I, the, only, the fastest I've ever, ever accelerated in a car, like not like I mean like off the start, uh, it has probably been like my cousin's Ferrari F40. Oh, nuts! And uh, but the thing is, like that takes like. That was the instantaneous acceleration, though. I think on the Tesla was a little bit better because it can, because I it's you know it does it does it for you. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one, he had to like you know that that car's ancient, right? You have to like stick it in first, and you have to let it go. Yeah. Um. So, I remember, but that car was obviously faster. Um. But uh, this car was just like uh, like just like sitting there getting ready for it, and then just <laughs> mashing the throttle. Yeah. And your neck just going back. That's ridiculous. It is a, a sensation unlike anything else. I uh, I got to drive. I had a, a client one time who had like more money than brains at that time, mm -hmm. and uh, the Vipers. The it was a second generation Viper mm -hmm. had just come out, mm -hmm. and he had one, and he let me go out and do it, do the up and down the road kind of thing, mm -hmm. and just sitting down, sitting in the car. I like I never got it out of second. I think I got into third just because it was there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it felt like it was one of those things where you just you press it and it just goes. Well, it but again, goes, it was like yeah. it was a manual shifter, so you're yeah. sitting there doing your thing and whatever. So um but those but, those are the most exciting gears, one one, two and one, three. One, two and three, right? Yeah. It maybe not just one and two even. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, like there was definitely like a bit of drag. Right? I mean, granted it's an electrical it's a it's a it's a gasoline it's a, engine. It's a V ten engine. Yeah. It's a V ten it's a gasoline engine. So like when you're sitting there and you're just you know when you're just doing that when you're when you're testing the the clutch when you're just playing with it to see like how's it gonna lurch how's it gonna move mm -hmm. like, what's it gonna do yeah like when I really go what's it gonna do yeah when I really press it yeah. Like, yeah when you do that thing mm -hmm. I was doing that and I was like yeah it's moving a little bit not much as much as I thought mm -hmm. oh, I pressed a little drag and then it kicked and you felt it and it's like it pushed you back but it yeah. wasn't that it felt more like your whole body went back right mm -hmm. but um then you see what they're doing with electric cars and you think about like all that gasoline and technology and fuel and engine and moving parts and the pistons are moving, the crank is going, all this, all that shit's going inside, and you're yeah. like, oh, this stuff is moving around. And yeah. you're like, no, the electric car's got a couple of things that move around it. Yeah, it's just electricity. It's a couple of years. Moving, it's moving a little thing there, and just it's doing the tires. Yeah, the tires are moving. It's, it's simple. And it's, is this gonna like? It's gonna make it gag when you press down. Yeah, ah, that's insane. Yeah, man, it was a lot of fun, and uh, um, and my dad afterwards, my dad was like, uh, this is the car you should get. Uh, well, obviously. Mm -hmm. Can like, you imagine, like, for somebody in that age group who? I can't imagine that your dad is like a hardcore studier of technology. He is, is but he? at the same time, it's like uh, he's he keeps trying to, he likes to keep up to date on like what's going. Well, on. Well, that's good, but like not in the sense of like how we are. Like, yeah. You know, like not to that. It's it's more like uh, what's going on with like uh, basically whatever. If India's into technology, my dad's into technology. I would imagine it's like when the information comes to him, he learns about it rather than like, rather searching than the, for the information. That's exactly. If it, it'll trickle down to him. it'll trickle down to him. Yeah. So for somebody in that age group, not just your dad, but most most of that generation. When they when they see that that is their Jetsons car, like they look at that and they're like, this well this is the future. This yeah. is what we were learning about when we were kids. Yeah. This is the cartoons I made about the flying cars. Flying cars are next. Yeah. They're coming. Yeah, exactly. My dad looked at that and he's like, uh, uh, he loved the look of it. He's oh, like, yeah. this is a nice car. And I said, yeah, this is uh, this is it. You can, uh, um, and like all glass ceiling. Um, like the roof is all glass. My dad's like, That's oh crazy. look at that. And he's like, uh, he goes, what about uh, 
um, fans. I'm like, yeah, fan. Where's the fan control? I'm like, yeah, it's all touch screen. You can just move all that stuff. And he's like, he goes, and he looked, he looked, at, he was looking at. It, he's like, holy crap! He goes, you can do everything by the screen. I said, yeah, everything's done by the screen. And that's that's like now. In yeah. two years from now, it's not even gonna be that. Exactly. It's gonna be like car, Tesla. Yeah. Fan on twelve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, too, is that, yeah, and, and you can use you can use all the the, the Your voice recognition. flapping back. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, all, all the and it's it's voice activated too. Like, um, there's, um, not to that extent, obviously, yeah. but like, uh. Um, but if you want to, if you say like, okay, Google, um, <laughs> and your phone asks you what's up. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, but you could ask it and be like, you know, um, set, set a, you know, I'm going to be heading to this address. It could be in Vancouver or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it'll map it out for you. And then like, yeah. And then it'll give you the, uh, and you're good to go. Now that's just it too. Like right now it's not, it's not 100% automated, but it'll tell you where it can automate it. Like on their parts of the road, where it'll be like, I can, I can take full control here. Oh yeah, like it's not full control yet, right? I mean, Tesla is still not a hundred percent fully. No, it, it'll like you can have the technology built into there, but as mm-hmm. soon as everything is uh, is regulated and they yeah. said like it's okay to do it, it'll Tesla will unlock the te- uh, unlock. Well, it. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But like right now, you can't right now you can't teleport yourself. You can't get into your car. You can't tell it home, close your eyes, and pass out. Exactly. And yeah. like the car will just get the you hardware. There. The hardware is in there. Um, the software is in there. But until yeah. it's like uh, until the government says yeah. okay, we're mm-hmm. cool with all. Like there are enough cars on the road now. Yeah, that are automated to where it's like you know. Uh, like a 30 30 70 mm-hmm. where it's like you know standard traditional cars to automated cars yeah. 30% of the cars now are human driven yeah and we can we can kind of get around these guys now exactly like I, yeah. I I can um uh um I tried the autopilot you know you just flick the, the this, there's a uh, there's a stock on the side there's of this wheel thing you pull, right? it, it says PRND you just uh pull it down to D to like go obviously put in the drive but, uh, <laughs> I, then, I, I do know what PRND yeah, means so now. like um so yeah but like um you just flick it down twice yeah that engages autopilot you just lift off and um, there's a screen, and on the screen it has a, it has your car from a top-down view, and you can see, and it has, all, it keeps an image of all the other cars around you. That's insane. Yeah. So then, if you want, to, if you want to change lanes, you just hit this, the, hit the signal, and it'll check. The cameras will check to make sure it's clear, and it'll, it'll just move by itself. It'll do something. It'll keep itself. It'll keep going. I, I personally, I, I think that's cool. I would never get. I wouldn't get all power my Tesla. I know you. It's, that's kind of the, the basic selling. You point. wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Oh man. You know why? Hmm. It's because I love driving. No, no, I, I understand yeah. that. So I, I, I don't think it's it wouldn't I don't, I wouldn't benefit from it. I would never use it. I personally feel like all cars right now should be five speeds. Mm-hmm. Everything should be a manual. Automatic cars should be gone altogether. Yeah, I think. Um, and the other car that should be there is an autopilot car. It should be one or the other. Yeah, I think because uh, you're. I don't know. This is kind of uh, this sounds kind of dumb thing to say. I think I've said it before. I'm like every guy should learn how to drive a manual car. That's not a dumb thing at all. I think everybody, not even guys, not even everyone. guys, man. I mean, granted, when we were kids, it was like you're not a man if you can't drive a stick. But I think you're not a you're not good at driving unless you can drive a stick. Yeah, yeah. They, like anybody. It, yeah, yeah. It'll it honestly it will make you a better driver. Hundred percent. Because you will learn how to how to how the car works more. Yeah. Or you'll be a shitty driver that everybody calls out. Yeah. Like you fucking suck, pal. Like put your phone down. Exactly. You can't you can't do both now. Yeah. Exactly. I. Um, I was very adamant when I got my car um, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, saying that uh, I want. They're like, "Does it come with the six speed?" They're like, "Yeah, it comes with the six speed." I'm like, "That's the one I want." Yes, please. Yeah, and that's that's that, that's what I loved about Toyota. Like, they're still keep. They, they have a promote. They have like a, a thing where like it's called save the manuals. Oh man, uh, that every every company should do that. Yeah, because automatics are they're nice and all, but people are just getting dumber. Like people who drive are just at their stupidest right now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I mean, I'm I'm sure every year as it goes on. You can say that. Like, next year, they'll be at their dumbest. Mm-hmm. But, like, currently, every every crop of drivers becomes the dumbest crop of drivers. Yep. Because you just, you don't know how to do anything behind the wheel, man. Yep. You don't you don't know what your car does. I mean, just little things, too. I mean, weird shit. 
these days about how people don't know how to fucking change batteries. Mm-hmm. They don't know what a belt does. Like they, they don't know simple things that your car does. Yeah, like a lot of people were like, I'm like, yeah. I said to one guy, I said, do you know? Uh, he goes like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having issues with my car. I'm like, what is it? He's like, oh, I'm getting like calcium uh, buildup on my battery leads, right? Mm-hmm. I said, uh, he goes, yeah. He goes, would you, would you clean them? And he's like, he, goes, <laughs> he has like, no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, like, it's all that blue stuff on top of there. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's calcium. And he's like, go he get a wire brush, pal. Yeah, and I said, he said, Trey, brush it out. I'm like, don't brush it out. I'm like, he's like, what do you do? I'm like, just pour some coke on it. Oh yeah, you gave him the coke idea. Yeah, I, he said. So he, I said, yeah. I've never done that. I'll be honest, I've never, I've never poured I've coke. Out. Have you? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm always, I'm that guy who's like, I don't want to put no, any coke. I've me. seen coke clean a penny, man. I don't want to do that shit. No, no, trust me, it works. Does it, it work pretty well? It huh? works immediately. Like, get really? To, and all you have to do, is, and after you're done, just just uh, take a towel, just dry them off. You're good to go. And you're good to go. It, it gets rid of everything. Jeez, man. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I don't know. Don't I guess worry I'm about a it. Bit yeah, of it, a wuss on that kind of shit. Yeah, because it's not. Um, it's all. Uh, yeah, I would. It totally, totally works. I mean, in my head, when I think about pouring water on an engine, it's not like I'm thinking about pouring water on an engine going to blow the engine up. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot. Mm-hmm. But I just think, like, Coca-Cola. Like, I'm always, I'm one of those guys. Like, I don't know, man. That's that's a lot of acid in my car. Like, I'm mm-hmm. that kind of a guy. Yeah, like, you just all you have to do is just pour it on there. And um, it's good. And just uh, that's crazy. And wipe it off, yeah. I mean, I, it takes a lot of shit off of a penny. Yep. So obviously it'll do it to the battery. If you want to, you just disconnect. You can disconnect the leads if you want to, and then just. Uh, well, I would definitely disconnect the leads. Yeah, and then just clean them off. That's it. That's ah, creepy. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. And we drink that stuff. Well, I mean, I don't drink that stuff. I, I don't, don't drink it. Either. Yeah, I, I like human drink beings it. drink that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's so much out there that we just like make illegal, and just say, "No, it's cool. It's cool. Just go ahead and do it." Cigarettes, ours, like we just talked about it. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes are legal. Yeah. Crazy shit like that, man. Yeah. And we just say, "Yeah, just go ahead. Go ahead, man. You know what you should do? You smoke these things. They'll kill you." They're going to kill you. We're the government. We're letting you do it. We yeah. get a lot of money from the companies to tell you yeah. to go ahead and smoke them, mm-hmm. but they'll murder you. But they'll kill you, yeah. These are death sticks. Mm-hmm. That was a Star Wars thing, is it? Death yeah, sticks. Death sticks, yeah. <laughs> death sticks. Mm-hmm. Jeez, man. Well, what else we got? Uh, New Zealand Burger King, the Asian burger. See that? No, what is it? So New Zealand's got like a, a Vietnamese sweet chili heat or whatever the hell they call it. And they uh, made a commercial about just like a bunch of white people eating burgers with chopsticks. Mm-hmm. And two giant sized chopsticks, like pool cues. And they're they're trying to eat a burger with them. Those are the chopsticks. Really? So the Asian community out in New Zealand lost their shit. <laughs> Got oh super my mad. god! And they had weird things on there. Like it was it was just like a dumb. End. In 2019, how do you not know that this is gonna get you heat? Mm-hmm. It might not be a horrible idea. It's probably funny. Somebody probably saw that and laughed. I chuckled. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like how do you not know that's gonna get you heat in 2019? Yeah. And then the uh, the catchphrase too is like take your take spuds all the way to Ho Chi Minh City. Oh God! <laughs> like something out of Mash. It was like something out of like Mash that's, or that era that's, of TV. That, that's pure, pure Mash. Yeah, it was a Mash joke, and mm. they just like did it. And these these people are trying to eat them, like just chuckling with these gigantic chopsticks, and the burgers are falling, all sorts of stuff. And, ah, uh, fuck! Okay. All the comments yeah. were like, "Oh, so Orientalism is hilarious now, right? Hilarious! Like this yeah. is the best thing ever." Oh well. Uh, if I was the Chinese, I'd just be like, I'd ignore them. I'd be like, you know what? Let them do it. There's, there's like two. There's like a, a 1.5 billion of us, and there's like there's 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 five million of them. Well, number one, it was Vietnamese, pal. Oh, was it you Viet- racist? Oh, Vietnamese. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. It's fine. I think what they did too is they they did exactly that. They didn't they didn't like categorize their their Asia mm-hmm. either. Like it, they did this whole thing about the chopsticks, and it was all funny, and it had like just random Asian music in it. Mm-hmm. So it was probably like misappropriated Asian music too to to talk about Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing was just like everything here is Asia. It's like remember that movie that came out a few years ago, that uh, Search for Happiness, the yeah. actor, mm-hmm. and how he just kept saying like I'm going to China. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, where? It's where? like, no, I'm going to China. It'll be great. 
And that, that's all he said. Yeah. Because they just like glaze over the fact that he's going to a specific part to learn a specific thing. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I'm going to China. I'm going to Africa. Yeah. What part of Africa? What part of Africa? Like, which part? Like, where are you going? Yeah. Because that, that's a big fucking place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Australia. Well, actually, that's a little bit less like that's a little bit less nailed down. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can actually say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> say that. The whole thing. Perth? No, you maniac. Yeah, I would want to go. How you know far Perth is? Yeah, you know some of those countries I wouldn't go to just because of like uh, the arachnids that, or some of the things that that live there. The insects. Yeah. Well, Australia, because mm-hmm. like everything in Australia can kill you. Yeah. Everything in Australia can kill you. Mm-hmm. E- everything that lives in Australia, the humans down to the insects, can yeah, murder you. Can murder you, yeah. Actually, one thing I learned... Beautiful people, though. Yeah. I'll the human beings are gorgeous. And and nice people, yeah. too. I'd rather, I'd rather go to New Zealand. They're all murderers. Yeah. But uh, there's... um, You know one thing was was, was uh, just freaked me out was the... Uh, remember like the the soldiers that were in Iraq? Those, you know, those, those sand the spiders? The camel spiders? The camel spiders? Oh, my uh, God. Now, those... Here's the thing. Those photos they, they were taking were... Almost deliberately, they weren't doctored, but the spiders are too close to the camera for the people. Yeah. But those camel spiders are still ridiculously big. How big are they? They're they could probably sit around a medium-sized coconut, like half. They that's, big, their, that's, that's big enough. Like they could cover half a coconut. So their body on one side and all Can their legs extended. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Because uh, they they get underneath camels and they cut into them. And they burrow into camels and shit. So they have like a. They're they're crazy little motherfuckers. Like they're they're dangerous little spiders. I don't think they deliberately attack humans because that's not their that's not their target. Yeah. But if they're in your sleeping bag and you shove your legs in there, they're gonna bite you. Yeah. I, yeah. I just I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, they were, this reminds me of face huggers. Yeah, they're big. Uh, you know what? That's a that's a good idea. Yeah. They're not like torso big, like human torso, but mm-hmm. they'll definitely like cover half your face. Yeah. They're they're big spiders. Exactly. Is that a thing for you when you travel? Like the the insects? Do you think about that actively as you're going around the world? Yeah. I didn't think about it when I went to, when I, when I went to Brazil because I was like, ah, there's not going to be nothing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had no problem there. But like, uh, um, yeah, because I have severe, I have severe uh, um, arachnophobia. So Really? Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. I, just, I had no idea. Not like daddy long legs and shit like that. But if it has an abdomen or it has hair in its legs, yeah. It's got a thorax? Yeah, it's got a thorax. <laughs> yeah, then, we, then we're going to have problems. We're going to have some issues here. Yeah. Okay, what about uh, how big? Is there a size for you? I'm fascinated by this. I'm going to ask questions. Because I've always wondered about people who have like insect fears. So yeah. is it like is it dime anything bigger than a dime, smaller than a dime, anything? Like any random sizes? Just like whatever it is. If it's a spider, you're not cool with it. Uh, if I see it, no. If it's if it's a daddy, anything in the garden, I'm I'm totally. Fine you're cool. With. Yeah, it can be on my fa- my hand. I don't care about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's more like a traveling thing, like yeah. large scale face hugger spiders. Yeah, like like wolf spiders and like tarantulas and stuff like that. <gasps> I can't. I, I'll, I'll freak out. I'll get out of town. I'll fr- like I'll run. I have got, um, I would I, say, like yeah. quarter-sized spiders in my backyard. Really? Yeah, they're big. Okay. I mean, like, um, like, uh, like their body is the size of a pinky finger or a uh, pinky toe. Mm-hmm. Like, at least, if not bigger than a pinky toe. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like they're yeah. brown and whitish kind of a color. Yeah, because I remember I had one in my backyard too, and it, it crawled on my window. So I woke up and I was like, that thing was in my window. I was like, oh yeah. crap. And then I went outside <laughs> to see if it was still there. Yeah. I'm like, still there. I'm like, okay, fine. So I just killed it. I, it's and it's splattered and its guts were like they were frozen on my on my window. That's awful. Yeah. It'd be great if you saw it on your window from the outside, and then you went outside to kill it, and all of a sudden it's on the inside. It's on the inside. <laughs> After that, yeah, then I'd be like, okay, we have a problem here. That'd be that'd be some horror movie shit. Yeah. Then you come inside and it's gone. Yeah, like <laughs> like those Goliath brooding spiders. Those oh, things man. are just like they're fucking they're they're my nightmare. They're crazy. Yeah. I yeah I can imagine because those things they take down sparrows and shit. 
there there that's a crazy spot yeah so yeah so that's that's my that, that is my number one fear wow i've always been worried about uh and i don't i've never looked into it and i've traveled quite a bit but rabies i've always thought rabies because rabies is like 100 percent fatal i oh, think yeah. like two people have survived rabies yeah like two known cases of like survival yeah that's insane what about snakes no, I'm cool with snakes. I meet you. I'm cool with yeah. snakes. Yeah, I, I can I can pick them up and stuff. I've handled snakes. Yeah, I'm I, a snake yeah. handler. Yeah, I, I I've handled them. I've like I but I, I had a I had a, um, a python around me and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not I'm they not feel worried cool. about them. They're, they're nice. Yeah, they're not. I mean, I think people have this idea that the snakes are slimy, but they're they're, they're not. not. They're, they're slick. beautiful. Yeah, they're, they're just beady, slick, awesome little mm-hmm. things. Yeah, I like snakes. I'm cool with that. Um, most animals don't really bother me too much. I've always just been worried about the idea of rabies. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're just gonna like more than tetanus, more than any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like oh man, if that like random chupacabra comes at me and bites my leg, that's hundred percent fatal. Yeah, no, ain't nobody gonna suck that shit out. Yeah, start foaming at the mouth. Yeah, no, I think if I saw a chupacabra, I think I would, if it started running towards me, I start running towards it. Yeah, yelling. I'm yelling. I'm yeah, like freaking oh, out. Yeah, and I'd be like, and I, I try to. I'm like, yeah, fine. You want to go head to head? Let's see who has the most. It's a game of chicken, right? Yeah. Oh man, see, I've got this idea in my head that I could punch a ghost if I had to. Like yeah. if I had like something scary like that, like if you're traveling, like I've been to some pl- some places. Yeah, I'm where, the same way too. Like you're in weird spots. You're yeah. like, I wonder this place is haunted. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure if I had to, I could punch a ghost. Yeah. Like I could muster up enough that chi to just like smack a ghost. Yeah. I like I have no like haunted houses and shit like that. Don't bother. I think they're fun. Yeah, I'm not really worried. No, about No, not that. at all. Like and potentially like, haunted places. Yeah, because the people are like, um, some people ask me like, and I, I'm like, I'm 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 being totally honest about this. Uh, like and how my my confidence in this. Is that uh, people would ask me like, uh, like, what are you doing for Halloween? I'm like, I'm gonna watch The Exorcist at midnight. I'm just gonna like watch by myself <laughs> in, my, in, in the dark. I'm gonna. <laughs> that's that seems that seems like a little bit like you're sticking you're sticking somebody with it. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm like, gonna watch The Exorcist alone. So fuck you. Guys. Yeah. No, but that, that, that I do that I do that literally every Halloween. <laughs> that's cool, man. That, so but that's that, your thing. So people, some people are like, uh, like, like some people are like, what? And they're like, how can you watch that movie in the dark alone yeah. in your in your in the basement, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like. I, I said to him, I'm like, I'm like, I love that movie. It's 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 a it's great a movie. it's a great movie. It's an Academy Award winning movie. Yeah. And they said, and they're like, that's too scary. I'm like, what's I'm like, what is so scary about that movie? And they're like, uh, I'm like, I it gets I'm like, it gets me in the mood for Halloween. And mm-hmm. so like, uh, um, like I now watch it the night before Halloween. I'll walk on, watch it on the thirty on the thirtieth, right? Because it gets me in the mood. The Devil's Night. Yeah. And oh. so, yeah. And so uh, I'll be like, uh, they're like, oh, isn't it scary? I'm like, I'm like, I don't understand why it's scary. Because her head twists all around, she's like, yeah. "Ah, suck your cock," whatever that, whatever it is, yeah. yeah. Like, and she's like, "Ah, fuck you." If I was that priest, I'd be like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck you," and I just punch her in the face, <laughs> choke her out. Yeah, what are, what are you gonna do to me? Finish the exorcism. Yeah, exactly. I'm not the one being uh, like, what did, what did you get diseased by her? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. For me, that movie is less like um, it's less a matter of being scary, and more of like that. I think people they get freaked out by possession. That, yeah. That's what scares exactly, them. Exactly. The yeah. idea that like if you contact her, you'll get possessed. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I think that's what gets people. Yeah. Like, that kind of. I wouldn't worry, but I'd be not like, yeah. being control. Yeah, if she spit that, if she vomited on me. That whatever that uh, they used pea soup, I think, as her vomit or whatever. Yeah. If she did that to me, holy shit, man! <laughs> oh, you'd be in for it, yeah, lady. Yeah, that, that movie. That movie would turn into an action slash comedy. <laughs> you just wrecked my new shirt. Yeah, exactly. She's like, nah, your mother, whatever. I'm like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And <laughs> what did you say about my mother? Yeah, exactly. Then I would start. I, I start beating the shit out of her. Yeah. To me, it's like I don't know. Like I have always had that idea about. About that, like what you're saying, like not having a fear of that character or or any kind of scary character, in the sense that it's just like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, what do you? What exactly are you gonna? The only, the only, the only, yeah. Character in movies that I actually like have fear, mm-hmm. not fear, but it was like, hey, if he was after me, I'd be like, what the fuck? Uh, 
He's Mike Myers. Mike Myers, huh? Really? Because yeah. he's, he's real, dude, though. Yeah, he's a he's a real he's a, guy. He's, a ta- he's something tangible. Yeah, again, I think like a chainsaw is gonna take care of that guy pretty quick. I think like I don't think he's coming back from chainsaw. Yeah, but like if or he's coming to the if, head. Yeah, yeah. If you were like, it could, but if, I'm saying like if he was coming at you, like full bore, full bore. Uh, well, his, well, his full bore, which is just calm walking, <laughs> which is a relaxed drill. Yeah. So like, but uh, but like, so you have to like, if you yeah, don't want to fight, ready. yeah, that you got to know how to fight. Yeah, no, you, you got to know how to scrap. Yeah, yeah you know how to scrap, and you he's got that superhuman strength. Yeah, like yeah, because he's got he's got like Bigfoot strength. Yeah, exactly. So if I was like Brock Lesnar or something like that, yeah, then I bet I'd have no problem. I uh that was the one thing like I always say the whole punch a ghost thing was that in paranormal activity mm-hmm. that one dude is like in the hallway and then it, the camera cuts to him and the devil just like crushes him mm-hmm. like a sheer fucking brute strength just like like gorilla strength just, just snaps him. him and his legs like his back breaks the wrong way and his his ass is touching his head and I'm like oh yeah I, I can't punch that guy yeah like that's way too strong yeah. man that's Mike Myers strong. yeah but that that's a mulligan. It is a mulligan. Yeah. Well, a mulligan, not a mulligan, a MacGuffin. MacGuffin. Yeah, it's a MacGuffin. Yeah. Where they're using, they're definitely using like a an outside. He's so powerful because he's the fucking devil. Yeah. Just like bends him in half. Mm-hmm. He folded that guy like a book. Like he just bent him the wrong way. Yeah. That reminds me of like yeah. this episode of uh, Fist of the North Star when Raul, um first get, first got rec- first came into the scene. Mm-hmm. And these people, uh, this uh, this city was like uh, they used to be. It used to be uh, run by Raul, but Raul disappeared. And so uh, then this gang comes over and takes over the, the town. They're like, oh, God. Then they're, they're killing everybody and they're torturing everybody. And there's like, oh, we wish Rao was here. And they're like, oh, the guy's like, yeah, Rao's gone, whatever, right? Now you're going to do what you say, right? So what are you going to do with Rao? Exactly. So all of a sudden you hear this fucking rumble. <laughs> and it's, all you hear is like, <laughs> and uh, he turns around and the whore, his horse and Rao are just standing there. Well, this is going to be trouble. And then Rao's eyes turn red. Mm-hmm. And his, for- his horse just like lifts up its leg. And the guy, and it goes on the guy's chest, and same thing. He's being bent backwards, and uh, he's just sitting there. And then all of a sudden, the, the horse just looks at him and just goes like this, and just stomps him and crushes him just, just like that. Snaps him too. Unbelievable. Just bends him backwards the wrong way. Yeah, you can't fight that. Yeah, and then all the people are like, all they're they're all begging to him like those that are those those, of those they are. that those, that those punks who took over that town. They're like, oh, we beg, please don't kill us, don't kill us, right? Do you think Rao cares? That horse just stomps everybody and just crushes everybody to death on its way out. Well, that's because he's not a good person. No, nope. that's because he's not. He's no, not a good guy. Actually, but I think Raul is actually he's actually good because he does not want to kill anybody. He just wants to rule. So if you're cool with him ruling, he doesn't like subject anyone to anything. He's like a like a lawful evil. Yeah, yeah. He'll do all the bad things for the right reason. Yeah, he's like the empire. Yeah, yeah. So like, but uh, his well, that's that's pretty that's pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> the empire is pretty evil. Yeah, and then uh, but uh, the but his real brother. Not because Ken, Kenishio is not his brother, mm-hmm. and uh, so his real brother Kyle, his older brother, he's more powerful than Rao is. Yeah, he's a real bad guy. Yeah, he's got his his fury comes from hell. Like that's where his strength comes from. That's yeah, a rough place to get your power from. Yeah, because because that's uh, you can't fight that. Yeah, he's that that guy's nuts. I'm glad you brought up anime mm-hmm. because uh, we talked about it last episode after we went off the air. Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Yep. Damn, homie, it's I a good cast. Wait. Yeah, good cast. It, it looks. I mean, it's um, it's properly well. They they clearly went. They didn't whitewash it. John Cho as uh, as Spike. Yeah. But then again, I think Spike might actually be a white guy, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I great great cast, man. Mm-hmm. Jet Black is what's his name from from Luke Cage, season yep. two. The uh, what was his name of that? Not not Sugar Man. Who's the guy I'm talking about? Uh, I can't remember his name, but the, I, the main I, villain. Yeah. God damn, can't remember his name. Sugar Man's a guitarist. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, it looks like it looks like it's gonna turn out really well. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is what we wanted. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to get Cowboy Bebop live action properly. Yep. There's also, um, did you also see the trailer for that new Nicholas Wine and Refn, uh TV show? I did not. 
That's uh, I did not see it looks, that. It's really cool. I think it's I called. I kind of don't know what you're talking about. It's uh, what is it called? Um, I can show you the trailer afterwards, but it's uh, it's coming to Amazon Prime. Cause he does insane stuff. I mean, Drive. It's yeah. If you like that stuff, it's like it's right. Uh, if you like Drive, this is right up your alley. Yeah. It's <laughs> pun. Uh, let's see here. Um, he's uh, he's what? He's Swedish, Dutch, I, something, South something, African, something along those lines. Uh, let's see here. Nicholas Winding. Re- he did something else. What was it? The uh, those movies with what's his name? Mads Mikkelsen, right? Wasn't that him? I believe so. Yeah. Dan Dan really got a kick out of those. Uh, let's see here, Nicholas Winding Refn. Nicholas Winding Refn. Drive is incredible. I mean, if it if it looks even remotely like Drive, oh, it looks like that. Yeah, like he made. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, it's called his TV series is called Too Old to Die Young. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Ever since he came, so he made like uh, like obviously I'm not sure if you've seen Bronson. Bronson was was that him? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he did. I that. didn't know that. Yep. Um, Bronson is insane. Yeah, he did. Uh, like I'm not sure if I pu- saw, saw Pusher, the Pusher trilogy. Yeah, there's Pusher. Yeah. There's Bleeder. There's uh, Fear X. Um, uh, so he did Bronze Valhalla Rising. Um, yeah, Valhalla Rising is incredible. Yeah. Uh, Drive, obviously. Only mm-hmm. God forgives. Did you watch that? I didn't. Uh, Raji did. Mm-hmm. And I think he gave it a negative review. R- Raji will anything with Ryan Gosling, he'll give it a negative review. Well, he liked Drive quite a bit. Uh, yeah, but uh, he liked Drive a lot. Yeah. Um, not because of Ryan Gosling. <laughs> no, he liked it because of that jacket. Yeah. He I, actually have you seen his replica jacket? Yeah, I was gonna get one too, but I was like, it's ah. amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, he's got the replica Drive like bomber jacket, mm-hmm. and it just it looks exactly how you want it to look. It's it's a phenomenal jacket. Yeah. I'm um, not I'm not big on that shit, but goddamn, that's a nice jacket. Yeah, actually, this has like a really good cast in it. This the cast is excellent. It has like um, uh, Kavi Hernandez from uh, um, she was in uh, Alien Covenant. Um, it has uh, William Baldwin. Hmm. Yeah, he's getting he's getting work. Still getting work, huh? Yeah. Uh, William Baldwin. Ma- Miles Teller. He's the he's the star of it. Well, Miles Teller's cool. Yeah. I don't mind him. He's yeah. made a couple shitty movies, but overall he's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So it's it's a really cool cast. Um. Uh, and the whole series is directed by him, and it's a um, it's on Amazon Prime. So clearly, it'll probably be better than the new Hellboy. Uh, I know. So what's, what's worse, Fantastic Four or Hellboy? I don't know, man. I mean, like Neil Marshall, he's hit and miss in everything he does. Like he's not like he's like a like a blockbuster director anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, he's good, and he's he's made some not good stuff. So yeah. I'm not really I'm not really super surprised that's what it is. And I I think like the weird Eric Stolte, Rocky Dennis look of Hellboy is a little odd to me too. Like I I don't know. I like I like David Harbor, mm-hmm. but it seems like he might be the highlight of this, and everything else is just kind of junky. Oh. Like the whole thing seems really crappy. Everybody everybody kind of knows a stinker is going to be a stinker when they take so long to give it to the press. Like it yeah. takes forever for the press to review it. Mm-hmm. And then they said when they finally did review it, it's just like a big clunky movie. Like it's not it's not awful, but it's just not anything like what you got from Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Really? That might be sticking in people's head because those are great movies. Those were great movies. They're like practical yeah. effects. They looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They they were well acted. Ron Perlman is Hellboy. He is Hellboy. Yeah, he's straight up Hellboy. Yeah, I like. The, I don't mind this actor, the guy from uh, Stranger Things. David Harbour's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, yeah, they just the trailer just looked like I'm like it was just dead on arrival. Yeah, man. It, David Harbour seems like he's just playing. Oh, that's wonderful. It's a beautiful jacket. You know that's from? No, what is that? I can't quite see it. Uh, let's see here. If I can. Zoom this in for you. Jeez, uh, this guy just bringing the fashion today. Uh, let's see here. Dead air, Raj. Dead air. There you go. Right Dead here. Air. Yeah. Oh my God, Samurai. That is a wonderful jacket. This is this is a, this is the cyberpunk jacket. That's the cyberpunk jacket. Yeah, that's nice. It's pretty good. But it's cost uh, 
How much is it? $300. Jesus, nobody's buying a $300 no jacket. Yeah, no one. Well, it's, it's a cosplay jacket. Uh, well, I guess, I guess. well, if you're going to cosplay, yeah. you're going to cosplay. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of hit a bunch of stuff. We had a really a really big thing I wrote down. I wrote a bunch of stuff because Julian Assange got arrested. <laughs> yeah, I sent that out to you guys the first thing this morning. Yeah, I saw that, and it was, um, that happened yesterday? Yeah. The day before yesterday. I think, no, it was happening yesterday. It happened yesterday? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm. A little, little sad, because I mean, like, you have a lot of legit whistleblowers these days, especially one who's got a weird story like him, where you know he's a hold up in the, he, the Ecuadorian embassy, right? Yeah, and so I don't know what's going. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, well, the the U.S. got him. The Americans got him. Is he an American citizen? No, no, he's not, right? No, he's like he's another like Swede or something. He's a Swede, yeah, something like that. So they can't they can't kill him. They tried to kill Chelsea Manning. That didn't work out. That didn't work out. Yeah, so he's um. Like he, like he, he let well, loose on the, yeah, Clinton, he let loose on the uh, the Clinton emails. Um, but uh, I, I don't mean, know. there was there was a lot of stuff that went on. He the Clinton emails, all the Chelsea Manning stuff. It was the like the Baghdad airstrike. Yeah, there was that second one that killed a bunch of civilians. Yeah, I think he let what he let how many cables did he let go? Like a hundred or two hundred or something. Chelsea Manning? No, uh, Julian Assange. How many? What did he let go? Uh, those information cables. The, the, the leaks. The leaks. Yeah. Altogether, oh, it was yeah, it was over two hundred. Yeah, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. It was definitely over two hundred. Yeah. I think. But, I mean, it was, it was a lot of stuff they put out there. And you just don't get that anymore, where you have these, like, anti-propaganda state, anti-imperialist like imperialist president state kind of people. Yeah. Who just blow those kind of whistles, right? I know, yeah. And the thing is, too, is that people, uh, like, what what effect did they have? The whistleblowing? Yeah. I don't know, man. Because, I mean, like, they, they made a big deal about how um, he was holding Gore Vidal's book. And how Gore Vidal was like the original version of Assange, like yeah. before the WikiLeaks, he didn't really leak anything, but he he didn't like he was very anti-propaganda. He had mm-hmm. a belief in like this is when the Cold War started, and it was a propaganda war from World War II, and it kept on going. Mm-hmm. That was like Gore Vidal's stance, right? And really, like, what is what's happened? Like, has it gotten better since Gore Vidal was talking about all that? Like, has it gotten better since that book came out? Well, I guess my my theory, my my question is that uh, it has have things like have. Um what legacy have they leaving behind? That like have they have people have they have, has society benefited from their like from their I guess for lack of a better term sacrifice or what they're trying to do? I think we know. Have they, have they had a pause? I think they I think people now are more like hopefully that people are more aware of like you know the, the <laughs> they world woke? government. They're woke. <laughs> people are more woke. Yeah. So people are definitely more aware. Yeah. I think like I think right now I like with with the Julian Assange and um like even to the to the extent that you want to go to it with Gore Vidal. Guys like um, Joe Rogan, conspiracy theorists like Eddie Bravo. Mm-hmm. It's no longer just like a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Like people now know mm-hmm. and they're openly talking about it. Alex Jones, all these guys just talk about it. Alex Jones is fucking, he's... He's way out there. He's, he's gotten better now. It looks like he's on some meds or something. Mm-hmm. He's cleaned up I his think thought I, process. I think, I think after he grew a beard, I think he was kind of, he kind of toned down a little bit. That's what it was? Yeah, I think. Brought it down. Beard, helps, beard helps you. I think I'm going to grow one this summer too. <laughs> I'm going to grow a beard? I think I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. A healthy beard? A good, like a, a mental health beard. Well, something that at least, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get one. I think I'm going to grow one. God, I can't. I mean, I can, but I'm going to end up looking like Kratos with a bald head and a beard. It's going to be terrible. I, I, think, that I, shit think, out. I think you should try it. I'll be like a short, flat Kratos. <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'll be, uh, I'll be fat-toes. Yeah, That's fat. all I'll do. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. put on my summer belly and grow me a, a fat Kratos beard. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, I think uh, with... Uh, yeah, because I think Edward Snowden chimed, chimed in on it too, saying that uh, how many like you know you need these legitimate whistleblowers. It has to be out there. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got to you've got to be able to say what you want to say without. I mean, granted, they're trying to say like the the whole thing. The reason they're going after him is he assisted Chelsea Manning with like a treasonous act. 
So that's why they're going after him. And he he blew open the cover of, like like you said, the the civilians who were dying. He made the Clintons look really bad. Like he did a lot of stuff that makes them look really bad. Yeah, so they're gonna trump some shit up. And yeah, get him. I, with I, it. I think a lot, a lot of people are are pissed off because he made the Clintons look bad. A.K. Which kind of like, I don't know how much it helped Trump win, but uh, yeah, you know, definitely didn't help him. Yeah, not win. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so I just think uh, it's um, it's sad that he's arrested. He looked like he looked like shit. He looked like hell. He had like a straight up gigantic Jay Leno on retirement yeah, beard yeah. and the hair or the, the Letterman retirement beard. Yeah. Cause like, I remember like in 2011 when I saw him, I'm like, yeah, this guy looks, looks cool. Has like a, I like, I like what he was doing. This has, he has good style. And everything. Now he, he looks, looks like, like a weird little cyberpunk hacker. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, like the beard, he was screaming outside. I'm like, he has such a low, like, like Hughes, voice. Yeah. yeah. But not, now he looks like fucking, looks like a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> looks like a gremlin. Fuck, man. It's like when you first heard that uh, Kushner talk. <laughs> Kushner yeah. sounds like somebody well, punched Mickey Mouse in the throat. Exactly. He sounds like that prepubescent kid from uh from The Simpsons. Well you see? He really does. <laughs> well, I'll have to talk I'll have to ask, I'll my, have manager. To ask my manager. But <laughs> well, Julian Assange also had the let me talk to your manager haircut, which is not good. Yeah, back he, in his, I'd like back to speak in, to your manager. Yeah, back in his heyday he looked he had he had good style. Ah, yeah, yeah but now something. he looks like he looks like he's homeless. Yeah, the which whole he literally was, he, but like he literally was. Yeah. I mean he was stuck in that, that little tiny ass room in the embassy. Mm-hmm. They gave him apparently it was like it's not any better than a real cell? Like it was, it wasn't a big ass room he had. They put him in a broom closet. Yeah, give him a computer, let him let him write his <laughs> write his mono. What do they call that thing? The manifesto. Manifesto. Uh, yeah, who knows what he's exactly. doing? Exactly. But it's weird. I'm I'm definitely interested to see what's gonna happen with this. But um, there was like just so much, like so many parallels to to him and that book, and like like I said, the Gorbidal stuff. That'd be mm-hmm. interesting to see what the uh, we got people calling. Why do I? What do they always call this time? Oh, because it's a freaking alarm. That's why. Oh, maybe, yeah. That's why they're calling it this time. Yeah, you should turn. I, I start. I start to manage my notifications finally. I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't want to be disturbed from like from not from nine thirty to to seven in the morning. I don't want any. I don't want even like when I'm watching a video or something like that or a movie. Yep. No disturbances. You know, that's a good thing to do. That's a really good thing. I've I've got a problem where I have to like there there are certain people like that communicate with the other side of the world for like a work purpose or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That every now and then that pops up where like I'm drawing with somebody, mm-hmm. so they'll get to me at night. But like now, I've gotten to to know how to make sure they're the ones who get through. Yeah. But everybody else is gone. Yeah. So you're right. You gotta you gotta shut that shit down. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cause uh, yeah, you're gonna go nuts, man. Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to make that thing a, a law, right? The no work like work email should be illegal mm-hmm. after like six p.m. or five p.m. or it is. That's good. I I, I totally. I, I, the thing is, I made it illegal for myself. <laughs> you made it. You made it illegal. Yeah. You made it hostile. I, I, somebody yeah, I let people you. know. I'm like, they're, they're like, I was not at the office. I'm like, I'm not at the office. After, after 4.30, I'm like, I'm not on call. I'm not a doctor. That's, um, that goes back to my hand-holding thing. Mm-hmm. It, got, it got to where this last week where people were getting a hold of me at like 10.30 at night to talk them through something. Yeah. Like, get me off this ledge. Yeah. And I was like, I hope you fall and die. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, the, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we, we, this is why we pay you. I'm like, yeah, I, I work from 7.30 to 4.30. Yeah. In between then, um, I do not. I'm like, I am, I am out doing other things. Yeah, so, you're not hourly. You're salary. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. And my, my work hours are from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you between those hours. Yeah, I am not paid for these other... Th- I'm not paid for this. 501, you can go to hell. You can go to hell. Fuck you. Uh, Disney tried to trademark Hakuna Matata? Oh, fuck. I, you know, Did they? I, Did they actually do it? You know what? This, this, this came up today in the whole cultural okay, appropriation you know thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what? This whole line <laughs> thing thing... Yeah, I, I, I don't want to fucking hear any more about it. Uh, I, Lion King is blackface. Yeah, I, I, I hate this shit. You I've, you will you are openly boycotting. You are openly boycotting Marvel movies mm-hmm. and 
the the Lion King movie. So anything Disney puts out. Yeah, I will I will go see the the Marvel movies, even though I hate them. Yes, but you'll still go see them. Yeah, I'll still go see them because I, I. So I it's will, not a boycott, but the Lion a, King. Yeah, like I, but I'm gonna I'll go there and I'll be like, you know, I'm gonna go there to be disappointed, but like, I want to see this whole. Because there's nothing else there. There's nothing out there like the Marvel movies, right? So you might, might as yeah. well just go out there and join them in theaters, right? But like, uh, but the but the Lion King. Lion King is a is a fucking <laughs> horrific cash grab. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I want to go see Lion King. I want you fucking rent the Lion King. Why don't you watch it? Why don't, Why don't you watch the old cartoon? It's it's way better. It's I I will say this. I've said it before. I'll say it again. As much as I was never like a diehard Lion King is the best thing ever. Like I was never that guy. I I watched it. I had problems with it as a kid. I was a uh, I was a Disney fan and all that kind of crap. There were a lot of a lot of things I didn't like about it. A lot of things I really like about it. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely right in the sense that this is just like a, a nostalgia cash grab. That's all, so many that's people all, love this movie. That's all it is. Like, how the fuck is the uh, is this? Um, why the yeah? Oh my! I know why. And I'll guarantee. Yeah, yeah, I'll guarantee the cartoon is superior to this it's one. Way but it, it's a cash grab. It's a cash grab. Well, look what happened to Dumbo. People real they realize it. Yeah. They they took a, a Dumbo I loved as a kid. Oh, Dumbo's awesome. Dumbo's incredible. And I mean, got, like they, the yeah, moral, they, yeah, like, everything got, that happens to him. Yeah, they got Tim. They got Tim Burton to direct it. And then yeah. th- this one just fell apart. It fell apart. Yeah, I hope this one falls apart. Lion King. I hope. I hope Lion King. Fu- I. I hope. Yeah, because it, it's and it's here's the thing. It's this. It's the same fucking movie. Yeah. It's this. It's shot for shot the exact same movie. It looks like it. I mean, that it looks like that's what's no, going to yeah, happen. Th- no, that's yeah, that's the goal. It's going to be. Have they said that? That's yeah, what it, they're, yeah, they're yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be shot for shot. The exact really? Movie. Why the fuck are you making a shot for shot movie? <laughs> I love how angry you are about this. Oh my god, just fucking ridiculous. And this is psycho. You can name this podcast uh, Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. Yeah, goes fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I had a name in my head for it earlier. I can't remember what it was though. Jeez, Jesus Christ! I, I don't know. It. Why the? F- uh, it's gonna be awful. And and then you got Aladdin showing up. Okay. Mulan is showing up. Okay. So they're just remaking all this. You're stuff. making all this stuff, right? So yeah. like, okay, I, Aladdin is probably my favorite uh, Disney animated movie. Aladdin is brown face. Yeah. Exactly. So I just like, keep. I have to keep bringing that up yeah, over so, and over. Yeah. So like, I'm not. The thing is, like, I'm not. Uh, this new movie that comes with Will Smith, I know mm-hmm. it's going to be shit. It's going to be pretty crap. It's going to be crap. I know it's going to bomb, right? But my fear is that Lion King is going to be supported. Oh, in big numbers. Yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah. I, I want. Oh, all, and it totally will be. It absolutely will be. I want. The, I want these movies to die. This is. The, I want. I want. I want careers to be ruined. Like, and it won't be. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Not just is it a cash grab, but it's like a. Um. They're they're like sitting in that thing. Like we're with the times now. We got Childish Gambino. We got my alarm won't shut up. We got. Uh, we got all this crap going on. That's gonna make you people who who the millennials who hate cultural appropriation. They're gonna be so happy because like. The, the bird is still a white guy, but he's the Imperials who showed up in Africa. It's like all this kind of crap. Oh, my God. Him. Yeah. It's like, like they're, they're just trying to tickle your tickle your cultural appropriation hate bone. They're their wokeness. They're tickling your wokeness. Your wokeness. Yeah. They're just trying to tickle your wokeness. Yeah. So you watch my fingers flicking to, to, to indicate wokeness being tickled. Yeah. So I miss that guy. You know what? Just fucking. It's all bullshit. It's I'm a cash grab. Yeah. You know, what bugs me about the whole thing is like what you said, how it's not going to fail. It's not going to fail because people are going to like they're going to hold it up as this thing to be like, this is. This is the the 2019 now. We we love these things. These are the things we love because like everybody's not blackface anymore, and we love it. It's like yeah, the first one's blackface. How about you just hate that aspect of it? Yeah. And then just go watch that one. Yeah. Because you're fine with it when you're a kid. Yeah. I don't I, know. I'm uh, all over the place. Yeah. Here. Whatever. Yeah. You know what? Fuck Disney. Fuck the Lion King. Fuck Aladdin. Well, that's a lot of f bombs. Yeah. That's almost your. That's that's maybe a limit for you. Yeah. Usually I'm the one who does it all. Yeah. So and yeah. you drop the c bombs. I didn't drop any C-bombs today. You didn't today? No. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, we had a good one today, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fun little episode. Yep. 
Um, I didn't get as uh, conspiracy theory as I almost did. We'll save that for later. Well, I think we'll just leave it alone. Yeah. We'll leave that alone. Because, I mean, I, I, I try very hard not to go down that rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. But um, if you will let me, mm -hmm. I will. I will turn that shit up to 11. All right. Uh, I will not do that this time. Um, right. I think we're good though. All right. All right. I uh, will. That's probably the music playing now. Sounds good. As it usually does. Mm -hmm. I'll think up of a name later on, and I'm gonna turn the mics off for right now. Peace.